Adam, it is 1998, and the boy is mine is tearing up the charts. Oh, really? I was really? gonna go with blue. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, feel, I, feel, I guess that's kind of a year or so. That's because it was that was right around 2000. Sure, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, we are fully engulfed in uh, Brandy v. Monica. Brandy v. Monica. Whose side I mean, do you take? Uh, I'm gonna say Brandy because I actually recognize some of her music. I didn't actually know Monica. And you're a huge Moesha fan. Massive Moesha fan. Um, I'm also thinking that this is also prime uh, boy band territory. Yes. So we got the boy band is mine. Yes. And you got uh, I feel like this is like when 98 Degrees is trying to go like, hey guys, we're here too. And Are you just like, saying that because it's 1998? No. Okay. <laughs> but, that's, but like, I've always had this thing. I, it was a weird hot, not a hot take, but this weird thing that I was always felt with, with the boy band things. Like, there are two mass. It's, it's literally like a Pepsi and Coke and RC Cola just like popping up going like, hey, you guys want something different? 98 Degrees. <laughs> is, yeah. Uh, 98 Degrees. There were fewer gentlemen in that band, right? I don't could not i think that Here's there the were thing. i think that there were 390 degrees my, oh okay and, and maybe more that would make others. sense i believe in backstreet boy there's like 30 people yeah 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 <laughs> yes. and then like nsync is five and i'm not 100 convinced that the five members of nsync aren't in backstreet boys i thought i always thought of 98 <laughs> degrees as like we're the we're the boy band that is explicitly about fucking Oh really? Yeah, like I might have enjoyed were, them. They then. were the sexy ones. I um I have a nostalgic appreciation for Backstreet's Back, and that's about it. All right, that's about all I give a shit about all of the uh, and that made purely because of the um, Seth Rogen. This is the end movie. Oh. Where they basically like conjure them into existence in heaven, and then have all of heaven dance to Backstreet's Back. Sure. Uh, that's literally about the only thing I could care. Should we watch a movie in this time period? Yeah, we have um, some choices here. We have Woof, American <laughs> History X. Oh, are, are we prepared to? Uh, God. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. I haven't either. And given the last couple years living in America, I'm not sure <laughs> I need to real to like yeah see a white supremacist. Like sure side of things, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then another movie called Croupier, Croupier, Croupier. looks French. Croupier, it's the, the 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 gambling guy, right? Yeah, like a the the person who throws cards. What are they called? <laughs> a Croupier, yeah, dealer, um, a dealer. Yeah, this looks like some kind of like neo noir. That's Clive, Clive Owen. Owen. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, I like Clive Owen. We've had good luck with like casino y yeah. movies. Oh, this is the guy who did um. Uh, Get Carter, uh, like the, the original Get Carter, not like Mike know. Hodges. Yes. Uh, all right. Um, let's try. Let's Kruppia. do that. Cool. You have to make the choice in life: be a gambler or a croupier, and then live with your decision. Come what may. It was a life he thought he'd left behind. See you handle the chips. Go. I've got a job. What job? As a croupier. How did you land that? Don't you need training? Very good. A world divided into those who play. I'm betting on you. 
I'm not much of a vet. Relationships with female working here are expressly forbidden. And those who watch them lose. You're forbidden to talk to a punter outside the casino. You must ignore them. Gamblers are born liars. I don't gamble. Where rules are made to be broken. All men are And temptation is part of the game. Why is that, Jack? This whole business is bent. They want a man inside. A guy will come up to your table and deliberately cheat. You'll see him. Stop him. That was a nice there. You're calling me a cheat. The guy will make a big scene. There'll be chaos. And that's when it'll happen. We broke the rules. From the director of Get Carter. I don't want a criminal for a boyfriend. It's the truth. Creepy. You're my last choice. Still unclear about whether it's pronounced croupier or croupier. This is uh, this is I think that British thing where yeah. like in general they purposefully mispronounce French words to fuck with the French. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's always a few Brit- Brits who are like, I'm going to cor- correctly pronounce it because croupier. there was his girlfriend. girlfriend yeah, is the, I think the only one I who's pronouncing so it croupier. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she looked familiar too. I can't place where I've seen her and stuff. I yeah I. I flip through the files a little bit and um, I still feel like she's familiar from something, but I didn't recognize any of the things that I've, that yeah, was same. were in her list. I know Alex Kingston um, from, uh, she, I think she was on ER was what yep. most people know her from. Exactly. I know her from Dr. Who. Uh, uh, she has a big arch, arch, <laughs> big arc. Um, she has a big arch yeah. uh, in <laughs> Dr. Who that she stands over. Yeah. Do you see her shoes? Yeah. Massive arches. Massive arch. No, she has a, a pretty big arc as River Song in that. I I definitely recognized her from ER. My my mom and I used to like watch ER all the time, um, which feels like a weird uh, ritual. Very no, I mean, but it definitely sticks in my brain as medical a, drama does not seem your <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> uh, no, no, absolutely it's not. Like, I feel like medical dramas and legal dramas not really. It's also if you told me that ER was still going on, I would believe you. There's actually a part of me that was like, is it? And then it was like, oh no, I think. Is Grey's Anatomy still going on? Yeah. Well, I think it might be done soon if it's not done. <laughs> okay. But like, it's, I can't believe that, that show. Like what, 20 years? Right. Jesus Christ. It was like, if you would have told me when, when Grey's Anatomy started that it was going to last longer than three seasons, have I would have. Trillion spinoffs. <sighs> this is the therapy show. Is Remember that, this doctor? Is that true? She's a therapist now. Oh I'm pretty God. sure. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> Um, and now people are getting shot in the therapist's office. Oh, you know, and the ferry is crashing that. into the, the, the therapist's option office. <laughs> um, There's a bomb in the therapy office. <laughs> uh, are we, so we are not exactly clear about uh, croupier versus croupier. I'm going to say as an American, we are croupier or in team croupier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're definitely anti-British. Yeah. Um, and mostly pro French. Are we clear on what a croupier does? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, basically dealer dealer. Yeah. Uh, didn't start out that way though. Um, oh, really? It uh, originally a croupier was somebody who stood behind a gambler with like their extra reserve of, Oh, like the, So like money. the guy who kept bringing the money to yes. the, the, the Chinese. So like that gambling, guy okay. that's a historically croupier. is a croupier. It's, w- and what then, are the weird thing that they put in the files. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's like, weird right very specific yeah um and uh then later like before it was like you're a dealer yeah you were just collecting money at the table how did this like job did eventually did like the guy i wonder if it was just one guy named croupier who was like he started <laughs> as the guy giving money and then like the, ca- the casino was like hey would you come work for us and just move money around since you're so good with it and they're like hey our, our dealer didn't show up tonight would you step in here well it, and so he just yeah. became like it feels a little bit like industrialization, right? Like, no, you're actually going to be just doing the whole thing now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Deal with it. By the way, are you, can you make drinks? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, also funny uh, that this person who was standing behind a gambler was called a croupier because uh, it means horse's ass. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so that's. And this film is accurate because a croupier learns blackjack and roulette first. Okay. Those are two. Uh-huh. And I was going to say, those are the only games that I actually saw in this casino. And I know that there are casinos that those are the only two that they do play. Yeah. And it's, it's more of an American thing to actually like expand out into other table games. Right. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't recall seeing another I game. I didn't see. Um, but also I was often very distracted in the casino scenes by <laughs> all of the what the fuck was going on. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was, I mean, I'm you, very excited to talk about that room with you. Yeah. I mean, you could have, you could actually tell me that they just, they did not necessarily get permission and just took over a table. Yeah. And I would believe you. Yeah. Uh, one more croupier fun fact. Hmm. It's not fun at all. Uh, notoriously have health problems because of secondhand smoke exposure. Oh, I will say, I mean, like there are two things going for it, like 1998 and, European. Yeah. The sheer volume of cigarettes that they went through on camera is, was staggering to me. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, but you can't smoke in the video room. I, I do like, I did like <laughs> the, the, the nest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. Cause like, I know why that was initially instilled because like celluloid is incredibly flammable. Yeah. Videotape is not right. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> You're like a bank of 96 uh, VCRs. <laughs> I also, I did like, like that was a, Oh, did you see when he put the thing? He almost put it in upside down and then had to switch it. Oh, really? It made me really laugh. Like the actor just pulled the cassette and didn't look at it. He just like right. started to put it in. And as he's about to turn it in, he realizes it's upside down and like has to pause and rotate. And it just made me very happy. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, basically this is about one character. Yeah. I mean, I would not be surprised to find out the person who wrote this, it's semi-autobiographical. Mm. Oh wow. Semi-autobiographical. Yeah. Cause it had that very like, um, kind of bullshit, right. Author writer oh, yeah. vibes, you know, with the weird self narration, but like worked for me in the sense that like it felt right for the character. Totally. And and fits in pretty well what what I would consider like kind of early on in the like British like neo-noir revival thing. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about it too, but I had a hard Bob the Gambler. uh, There were so many times that I genuinely thought, is this just like a straight up nod to that? Well, it was weird because it didn't feel like ripoff. It felt like actual homage or like I was like, oh, this could be the sequel. Like literally like (laughs) the same group of people wrote and continued on the story. But then I was like, actually, the story makes no sense in that context. Like it's actually not about that. But the tonality. Yeah. Just fit really well with it. Yeah. Um, 
so Clive Owen plays Jack Manfred. Um, this is the movie that would basically launch Clive Owen's career in North America. That makes sense. Um, and yeah, he's uh, the long story short is that he's a aspiring, um, mostly unsuccessful writer. Yeah. Seemingly like that. I will say, um, I'm trying to think what movie we were watching where it was like, this is just way too fucking long and you're including pieces that are, I, I mean, I, I know it was one of the Michael Bay's, but there was another movie where like this movie is uh, like, should be in film schools for like how to very efficiently get tone and uh, exposition out. Yep. Cause it was, it was fucking fast, but the pacing worked and it didn't feel like you didn't feel rushed. No. And, and I felt like, about halfway through the movie or maybe even like closer to three quarters because like things really pick up. Yeah. Like I didn't kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, they do. There was a bit like a, there was a bit of a wobble yeah. where I was starting to like get restless, a little bored. And then it, it seriously was just like kind of unexpected, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Um, which was, it, I thought it was really enjoyable. Yeah. I in, mean, that, I, in that way. Um, did you say I came out of this very depressed? I, as we were leaving the theater, I thought to myself, I wonder if this movie triggered Adam in a big way. We, yeah. And not for the reasons that I think like I, I got very darked out. It was actually, I got very darked out early on mm-hmm. where the like settling down in a relationship where you're not really connecting with the other person, but you're also too, like, it's not bad enough to actually leave like that. Sure. That's my nightmare of like, of a life uh-huh. of like waking up and realizing like I have nothing really in common with this person I've spent 30 years with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never really did. We never really connected. We just like that idea of like driving, uh, like a Saturn and like <laughs> living like at a middle, like a job where you have no mobility at all. And you just, you have like, everything is just beige. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I so it kind of like redeemed itself a little bit. Like honestly, the last shot saved it a little bit more for me. Oh wow, interesting, right? Yeah. It, I think a lot of people were would be pissed by that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also didn't. I mean, we will get to like what I would call the twist. Yeah. Did you see that coming? No. Like were were there? I was not. I think so. No, I did not. Mm-hmm. And then upon reflection, realized that there were shitloads of breadcrumbs yeah, all the absolutely. way through and going like, wow, I felt really dumb for being surprised. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I, it was like, <laughs> oh, wow. They got, they actually like did that thing that like writers are supposed to do. It's like what you need to like for every surprise, every turn. Yeah. If you want to turn to work well, you have to make it impossible to see before it happens. And then once you see it, realize that's the only way that this could have played out. Yep. And it was like, like they, they motivated character. They mo- they even gave like they, the fact that they had her demoted, mm-hmm. like there was like levels to this of like, what would like actually motivate for, I, I actually, this, I, it's funny. Cause like, I think it was kind of a, I don't know, middling movie, yeah but like incredibly well-crafted totally. And like $2 to make <laughs> like right. so cheap. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we start, of course, with these like very sparse titles and just the sound of the roulette ball. It's, it's, I loved it. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I don't know what it is exactly because I'm not a person who is into gambling or whatever. 
love a casino movie. No, I don't I know. know what it is. I know. I don't like casinos, <laughs> but I do like a casino movie. Right. Well, most casino movies don't have the very sad cover band playing in front of like six people who are just kind of drunkenly swaying yeah, in their 60s. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Although. It would be a good, like, what if we, we should make that heist movie. God. <laughs> the, just the heist of no. the very sad casino. Actually, that makes a lot of sense because like, you know, places that can't really afford enough, like, you know, like the, the, the angle would be like, they can't really afford to have security at a level yeah. that they'd be able to. So like there's lapses in security. And so we like, and you do like a, like over a long weekend, uh-huh. you hit like three or four of them and, oh, that would be actually a really and good the places movie. that have the most cash inside are like actually the fancy restaurant that's like in right. the middle of it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, you could totally. This could be interesting, actually. That's a that's a good idea. I also thought it was interesting because this director also did Flash Gordon. Yeah, like the the eighties remake, right? Yeah, which was like an incredibly like very flashy, very oh, like, yeah. um extravagant. Mm-hmm. Versus this was very stripped down because like like I what you said about the just the like the sparse titles over like the roulette roulette sound like was very it, it just was like it was nice to see somebody have range in that way yeah absolutely um and this is like a later movie in his career I too mean, i guess that makes sense yeah um so i think that like kind of it, it it strikes me as somebody who is wise at making film yeah <clears throat> but also like kind of sad that like is this very much felt like a little uh it's not but it had like um student film vibes mo- mostly because i think of uh, budget. Well, I was going to say that like the thing, the really like one of my only complaints about the movie is there's like this really for lack of a better term, like well lit aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything like is almost bright. fluorescent. Yes. Uh, and that makes it look like a daytime soap. And yes. I know that there's also that's, you know, 90s aesthetic a bit and british 90s especially yeah um but it you know it looks like it looks like twin peaks often in Mm. not a good way yeah like the twin peaks thing can get away with it because it has these other weird like what the fuck elements and it was a tv show right and it was essentially a soap opera and I, i think i saw too like this i think was made for tv because it 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 ended up being um not overlooked, uh, disqualified for the Academy Awards because it showed on on Danish television. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I think I'm, I'm guessing that like whoever funded this, cause it's the studio canal too, right? I think it's on there. Mm -hmm. So like they clearly got, no, cause that's studio canal is French. And I believe, is it like public funding? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I think, I feel like it might be. Every place has public funding except for the United States. Correct. (laughs) Um, but I think it, for many things. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, I think it, I'm, I'm guessing that it was one of those things where like they wanted to get consideration and then somebody said like, well, it's tough. Like we need money returned. Now we're putting in Danish TV. Totally. I'd like to see what, you know what? I'm going to go to the files real quick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so I'm curious about who was nominated for Best Actor in 1998. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because presumably okay, Clive on. Owen could have. That's that's like a nomination that would have been considered. Best Picture, I believe, is Shakespeare in Love in 1998, which would mean that Judy Dench won Best Supporting Actor. 
Is it a Saving Private Ryan? Is it Tom Hanks? Titanic won Best Picture. In oh, okay. So it must be 97 must be um, Shakespeare in Love. Um, so the uh, actor field is Jack Nicholson, of course, <laughs> as good as it gets. Oh, <laughs> your face. <laughs> I, whatever. Uh, uh, Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. He, I think, would have deserved it that year. Um, uh, Robert Duvall in The Apostle. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Uh, Peter Fonda in Yuli's Gold. God, Peter Fonda's still alive. And Dustin Hoffman in Wag the Dog. Jesus Christ. Like, all of these are such established, like... Uh, who do you believe won that year? That is a good question. Best, that's best, it's best actor, not best supporting actor. Best actor. I don't believe that Matt Damon won. I think the only thing they won was best screenplay. So I'm going to say probably Jack Nicholson. You're right. Fuck. And and as good as it gets, (laughs) really? Yeah. This is the thing. Like, I know that like people complain still about the Oscars being a bullshit thing. Yeah. They're so much better now than they were then. Like, like yeah, yeah. think about it. Like the movie was literally about like becoming 60 and like having to describe like a, a grumpy neighbor that well, that's there's, who won best actor. I think of the Oscars a lot. Like I think of contemporary pitchfork where they're happy to go back and rewrite things or reevaluate things after people have had time to actually consider it sure. and say like, Oh, well we got this one wrong. Right. Uh, the piano. It, it's disappeared. Or the artist, the, the artist. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's disappeared or, um, we are reevaluating and have, you know, uh, given it a, a, a plus plus, you know, whatever. Right. Um, I kind of feel that way about the Oscars where it's like we fucked up the last several times not giving this guy an award. So we're giving it to him this time. Right. You know, no. Oh, there's absolutely that. Um, it's just it's, it's a weird thing. Like it does feel like then just give him like a lifetime achievement thing. Sure, sure, sure. Like don't don't fuck over really good performances to like, you know, backdoor. I, I kind of don't think in this list, though, that Clive Owen would have had a shot. Oh, no, no, no at being nominated. I don't think so either. No. Uh, and I also don't think he was necessarily, I mean, I, I think he did a really good job of portraying it, but I don't think that he was necessarily like, yeah, yeah. Exceptional in this. Yeah. I don't think anybody would have for acting. I don't think anybody should have. Eh. No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of maybe the, the asshole, uh, coworker guy. <laughs> Cause like maybe, although he, I, I did not like his drunk play. Okay. It was uh, too over the top too. Way too over the yeah. top. Um, also that Greek restaurant was way too over. The, you're right. Like that's the th- you're right. Like if, if anything I could change in this, it would be like pools of light. Like if you could fall off the yeah, background, yeah, yeah. background at any point, it would have been, well, if you're going to, it's, I think it's the genre, right? Like if yeah. you're going to do the neo noir thing, it has to be dark Noir-y. and smoky and whatever. Yes. Um, you know, keep it well lit and slap it in black and white done. Actually. You know? Yeah. That actually would have been, Ooh, I might want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, if I get back, that, that's a project. <laughs> um, so our first, what I think is the first real, like Bob, the gambler nod is him going for the job interview. Uh, and in the office, the dude has a slot machine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> just and maybe, like Bob has maybe in his that's closet. Maybe like, it's just a industry thing, which was an interesting, that was such a weird, like, because that that from a story perspective does not have any bearing whatsoever nope. on the story like he that character doesn't have any interaction with the gambling side except for like the one dinner party where 
he deals. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's purely for tonality. Like they literally use it there just to set a, this is a gambling movie. And he's also, this is the, I believe like the one time that the boss guy is breaking his own rule. He's gambling. Oh, does the boss guy not gamble otherwise? I don't think so. And you're not allowed to remember like that's part of the whole thing. Oh no, like but that, was a, that, that was not with the, um, that was the, uh, uh, editor is a book editor. Oh, the book editor had the slot yeah, machine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wild. That's what I'm saying. Like, had nothing to... Like, there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. rationale That's for it being funny. in there. Huh. But I think it's wild. literally just a... Uh, yeah. There was also a couple... Right. There, was a, there was one thread that I'm irritated they didn't pick up on, because when he does go to the interview for the, with the guy, they do the, like, the... They do the interview, and they do, like, the skill check thing. Right, right, right. And during the skill check thing, he, like, I noticed that he doesn't know how to count. Right. And I thought that that was going to, at some point, come up where he yeah. was going to be able to, like, manipulate things. Yep. But... Yeah, you're right. There was that. And there was one other thing. Maybe I'll remember it. There was another thing that I kept waiting to hit back that was like a throwaway line that for whatever reason stuck in my brain. I know. (laughs) Um, Yes. Uh, And and it's important to note that. um, So, yeah, struggling writer. um, He's going to interview at this casino. He does the skills challenge. (laughs) I I don't know. What do you like? Can you gamble or can you deal? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And uh, he's doing this because his dad tips him off to this job. Right. Um, And says that he has some connection or whatever. I fucking loved the dad interaction of like, cause in, in the way it was written, it starts slowly. Like it starts initially just as like him calling to check in his son and clearly son doesn't want to like talk to him. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly and slowly gets revealed more and more that yeah. he is lying about right. everything around it. And it's, and it's unclear to me whether Clive Owen's character, whether Jack knows it's a lie mm-hmm. or whether he, I mean like, cause he doesn't seem to care either way. Right. But it does seem to, to me, I read it as like, he is no, he knows his dad is per- trying to pretend to be more better off than he is. Well, it starts off kind of as like a dad, uh, you yes. know, sort of thing. But then like, y- as you get more context, it's like, ah, dad. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause like, I love, there was one, it's later in the movie, but he's like, oh, there's my other line when he's, yeah. uh, but it was like, you know, the fact that he's like just a bartender yes. and he's pretending that he's like this, but rich. it's also, and how it's revealed to the audience, like, you know, yeah. that first call or whatever you see him in a casino yeah. and he, so it seems like, he's just, Oh, he has connections in this world. Yep. So that's why he's, you know, saying that his son should do it. And maybe, maybe even uh, Jack is unwilling to like dip his toes in because like it's his dad's business. Yeah. yeah and he doesn't like, doesn't want nepotism to be the reason he got a job. And then I love that. Cause yeah, he hangs up and then goes and puts on his jacket and you realize that, oh, he's the bartender. Right. Um, now, we know that Jack is a struggling writer. Yes. Um, and in fact, we do see this man attempts to title his book <laughs> The Ball. Then And then <laughs> on the ball. Right. Then on the balls. Uh-huh. And then just balls. Balls. <laughs> Exclamation. Exclamation point. <laughs> balls. <laughs> Like, you know, well, this is what he spent his day doing. And I think, you know, like, cause part of it too, is he doesn't want to write a sports story, but the right. editor basically says like, I don't need anything, anything from you. I just need this, you know, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. A sports piece. Make sure there's lots of TNA in it and you'll be good to go. And then I, I, you know, whatever, <laughs> but it did, it, it did crack me up of like, you're a writer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, he does get the job. 
uh, as a croupier. Yep. Um, and like kind of immediately engages with it in like a deep way. You're getting hints that like he has done this before and yeah. he has some sort of addiction problem with it, but it doesn't really explain what it is. And, it, and then I love that it, what he's addicted to is watching people lose. Yeah. Like he just loves seeing the misery. Yeah. I was like, Oh, this is, dark as really fuck. dark yeah 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 um really enjoy you know you get the like uh uh rocky uh training like hype up scene where he's like getting ready yep. like this is the job uh and he's at the like salon I, and then the weird like lying to people is amazing <laughs> the, the lines do you work around here and him saying my office is in shanghai i'm an arms dealer yeah just it's like incredible and, and like and does not <laughs> That's like it doesn't qualify he that he's an undertaker or whatever. It was great. It, yeah. Love and I, it. And I think that like, again, this is that really good writing where like in those two scenes, like those two like montage scenes, you've basically lined up that like, if he wants to, he has no scruples lying yes. yeah, yeah. and has, is basically kind of uh, sociopathic. Oh, for sure. Um, okay. We got to talk about it. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to talk about the, like the casino itself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh the the mirror walls that are like a 1980s miami <laughs> <laughs> this had to have been a nightmare to shoot in yeah and be in yes yes <laughs> um, all of the above i just i could not believe like it is a ballsy move to plop a camera down in such a space it very much felt like to me is that they <laughs> like i couldn't tell if they built a story around resources that they had access to yeah. like you know, friend of theirs casino closed down and they're like, we have a casino that we can use sure. to shoot. We have yeah. a, re- and it's, there's a restaurant, the Greek restaurant attached. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. The thing's gone tits up. We could use a little money. <laughs> right. I, that's the thing. I don't, cause it did feel a little bit like that. Cause this clearly was not an ideal because like, even for the eventual like heist, you can't really see into the money room. No at all. Like it's, you have, you know, where, which is probably more accurate. Right. And I will say they, they wrote around it really well. Yeah. Of like, oh, we don't actually need to see any of this stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Those mirror walls, like <sighs> there's like a strategic portion to having mirror walls in a casino. Right. Sure. But then there's also like a, we- <laughs> I don't know. There was just like how everything is like, they're basically like funhouse mirrors. They're yes. not just mirrors. No. Like everything is kind of shoddy and bent up. Yes. Um, which also part, that's part of the reason like this felt like to me, like this is a real location. This is a real yeah. casino that, right. and then on top of that, having it really well lit yeah. in that like mirror room is just, whew. it's an interesting choice because like I would imagine, and maybe I'm wrong, but the real casino would be much more dramatic lighting. You, I would hope so. Right. Legitimately. Every time they showed like a, a wide angle of this space, I was like, I get me out of here. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was like fluorescent lighting. Like, just like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah. If we're talking about Bob though, could or Jack could have, could no, no, I'm oh, talking about okay. Bob. Okay. Uh, could have used more fan paddles. Oh, always. I, th- there was not one to be seen. First of all, I'm still not convinced that that's a real game that they were playing. <laughs> Cause it doesn't make any sort of sense. Yeah. And, it's just like 40 men around a table playing heads up seven up. And I will say <laughs> the way that the two movies vastly differ is how like insanely like anal they were about the movie. I mean, that was kind of the point is he's yeah. just really good. He's a good 
Coupier. Yep. Like he keeps track of everything. And I love that he was like act- actively talking about counting yep. and recognizing who's counting, who's not counting, who's, yeah. you know, playing well. I also really liked that every customer in that casino seemed like a character. Yes. Um, yes. There were so many times where I would fixate on somebody and be like, okay, They're important. Like this is a person who's scheming something or like, yeah, this is going to be the next character that enters. And then it would be a surprise of like, Oh no, this person sitting at the end of the table is the person right. I'm supposed to They're be paying just, attention to. Right. Like this is just um, a, this is a mulligan or a, a, a mulligan. A, what's the fucking thing? MacGuffin. Oh, Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that was genuinely exciting to me. Yes. Every time they were at the table, yeah. it felt like a puzzle. Yes. To be like, which person is the person I'm supposed to be paying attention totally. to? Totally. And who the fuck's that guy creeping over the shoulder? Right. You know? <laughs> and then it would just be like, oh, I don't know. That guy's just creeping over the shoulder. Right. We're just, we're <laughs> setting and like, and, and in some cases, no, we actually are setting up like yes. we're planting a seed here. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's just really good storytelling and yeah. really good. It's really good stage direction is actually what it is. For um, sure. You know, cause like a lot of these things could be, I mean, it's just, it's, it was an interesting, it's really interesting. Cause I'm also thinking about, um, what was the fucking one with Joe Montana and the, the mob? Oh, Oh, um, I can't remember the fucking name of that movie. I keep on wanting to say that's life. I know. Or it's something like that though. <laughs> um, but you know, like I had I actually had like, this is what they were trying to do. In, in a lot of ways like that, especially what you were talking about, where you have all of these like little interesting vignettes and characters like, oh, I, like the movie could be about this person. Things change. Things change. <laughs> right. Um, you know what I mean? Like where it's like they, they yeah. kept having these things where you're trying to go like, oh, that could be an interesting story. That could be an interesting story. That could be an interesting story. And they're all going to circle back. And like the person at the, at the gas station is the people, you know, like. <laughs> right. And it didn't work. No, no. And this works so fucking well. Yeah. It's true. Um, other important characters are co-workers here. We have yeah. Matt who... Sleazeball. Yeah, Sleazeball. Um, he is also like cheating. He's breaking all the rules yeah. that uh, you're not supposed to break as And not an like bad enough to be like flagrant, but enough no, no, no. that he's like... I mean, it's just, it's irritating. It's yes. irritating Jack. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Matt eventually becomes the like, oh, this is going to be the character in my book that, or, you know, in my, in my book that I'm writing. Right. Um, and then we have Bella is the other important coworker. Yep. Um, who he is. Uh, the, the first interaction he has is seeing her undress over his shoulder in a mirror. Yep. <laughs> I, I will say this movie had unexpectedly much more nudity than I was a expecting. And I think, I think the most we've had on this trip. <laughs> yeah. That's a definitely an unexpected one. I was, and like, yeah, certainly just, more than speed racer. Oh, yes. <laughs> lots lots more than, than speed racer uh i would say like an, inde- an an infinite more than speed racer uh yeah when she just because i think she like comes out of the toilet area and then but then like takes off her just takes off her shirt like up to that moment it's even unclear that like this is a co-ed space yes and then i did like what i also liked about it is jack reacted accurately like he just kind of like paused like what the fuck is going yeah. on pause up and then okay well, yeah and like it was a it was a very naturalistic. I, I this movie I, is fucking well directed. Yeah. It's well directed. Yeah. Um, oh, we also. I mean, uh, Marion is his girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Who is also uh, important. The, and they drop in here that she. No, it, it's later when they drop that she's. 
it she was a cop yes yeah that's and then she lost pretty late and then she's lost her at some point and they don't explain why she was let go from the the metropolitan police but she like it sounds like it was a procedural thing where, like she did something wrong or like bungled something right. and lost her job not like that she left it uh and is now basically a mall cop yeah right the stinger to me in this like uh like kind of cold war relationship that you're talking about <laughs> um is when they start showing this relationship yeah and you can kind of tell that like you kind of get the impression that he's like an aloof piece of shit yes <laughs> uh they're like two scenes or whatever like he gets the job and you know like she's she's being supportive yep. whatever and then like even is coming home late and she's like rubbing him you know like it's right. okay she like gets up out of a dead ass sleep at yeah. 3 a.m to like rub his shoulders from yeah a, you know and she's I, trying and i'm like man if he leaves this woman i'm going to shit <laughs> because that's like all i can think of right like For sure. oh, there's this other girl is there you know like whatever and then to like eventually go to what actually happens is like, Oh fuck. <laughs> it's a, it's a wild, it's wild because I actually, you know, like that was part of the surprising element of this movie was that I, I had, I had this relationship plot charted yes. already and the turn that it takes right. was just like, Oh fuck. Well, and it's, it's interesting too, because all of the pieces are there to recognize that they do not like they fundamentally have, contradicting ideals yes and that was like and it's it was one of those weird things where they they clearly had assumptions about each other that were both correct but then also incorrect in the way that they i just it was a very like they took what seemed to be like a very stereotypical like trope yeah in stories and then kind of made everybody much more complex and much more interesting and like none of the decisions were clean. Every decision had a little bit of grit and like mistake involved in like, even the, even the things that like where you're clearly trying to make the right decision, you made it halfway. Right. Um, cause like he does like, you know, get seduced by Bella. Yep. Kind of, kind but of. also like he just got the, the shit kicked out of him by that guy. Totally. And then like, I, there's just like, well, he got, I guess more, he kicked the shit out of the guy and e- e- got, yes he got hurt a little bit yeah yeah um no no that's definitely a you should see the other guy situation yeah um yeah well and like initially like turns down bella like who is saying like i'll give you a ride and it's like you know question mark question yep. mark no and he's no, clearly whatever. like trying to be <laughs> yeah trying to be good and, and just like then goes from zero to 60 in that like decision making process I, you know the the that kiss i didn't see coming no that was uh aggressive and like and like he like started groping her very violently it was, I was extremely like, uncomfortable yes. and i was like is this this is one of those moments where i it, mean in 1998 you it, should have but in 2022 it's like this is a second where you say like this is are, we're doing this right no I, and that's the thing is like <laughs> was this is this supposed to be playing as sexy right like i couldn't and i wasn't sure if this was like is this supposed to be attractive to the audience or is this supposed to be like uncomfortable and i i'm kind of fine with both yeah because that it it felt like a switch being flipped yes there was a split second where i was like oh is this one of those like there are two characters yes sort of thing yeah like he actually is like has like a multiple personality like he thing. is matt yes and this we're actually watching matt and bella well they do kind of play with the jake and jack thing they do um but not no 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 I mean, the thing is it's like i think they're doing 
this is, it's one of those things that, and and a lot of times it actually irritates me because in a lot of cases, when you do hyper realistic, um, storytelling in this way, I don't, I, I kind of check out just because like, I don't need more real life. I'm, I'm pretty steeped in it. (laughs) Sure. I go to like, I go to movies and and books and like, I go to fiction for like for fantasy more Mm -hmm. than I I really don't want reality. Mm -hmm. But I think in this case, like it worked the re the realism of the, the relationships and the realisms of the, like, even with like the mental illness aspects of this, because I think it is like mental illness, but in the sense like it isn't like stigmatized or like stereotyped. It's like actual, like this is probably what like, like growing up with a, like with a, like a mother who checked out uh, early with, you know, a a father who you really couldn't like rely on. Yep. um, And like having clearly some not great experiences in life, like this probably has, there's a shitload of baggage that your brain is going to somehow, you know, you're a creative type trying to hack it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. All this stuff has weight. And, and it was like, this is probably what, you know, compartmentalization looks like. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, apparently at all jobs in the UK, you aren't allowed to have friends. Um, because, <laughs> uh, true. Uh, because we learned this, that's a early rule. And then we, we that check in on Marion and like, you know, as they're starting to have difficulties, he like, you know, is like trying to make things right, whatever. Like, you know, can we have lunch? You know, that whole thing. Yeah. I, I actually and she's, really, I re- and she's basically like, uh, no. we can, you know, I can't be seen with you right now or whatever. And I'm like, God damn, you right. like, you cannot no socialization whatsoever at any profession. <laughs> and, and maybe that, that's the thing like, maybe that was just the, like, it was much more stringent. Yeah. Yeah. I, but yeah, it did seem a little bit like, wow. And I, but I also liked, I, I, I don't know. That scene was also so unnecessary for the plot, yeah, yeah. but gives you so much weight into making him much more deep. Totally. Like he recognized that he'd made a mistake and had pushed too far and was trying to reel back and, and like reprioritize yep. and then was got shot in the face by, by circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also love the weird, like when they're having, when they separate for the short period of time, like seeing her with the coworker yeah. and very clearly in it, like having a relationship yep. that like isn't cheating necessarily, but also isn't like, like it's, a gray area at best at best. Well, and especially following directly on the heels of like, I can't be seen with you. You got to get away from right. Me. <laughs> right. But, it, and, and so it's just these like, God, everything is everything. In this movie was like, they literally took a, like removed all of the, the unnecessary bits and right. just left in the, because it's only what the was like, what hour 40. Yeah, totally. At most. It's not egregious. Um, uh, so yeah, there are some lines that are crossed. Um, things really start going to hell interpersonally when Bella confronts Jack at his apartment, which did you ever figure out was, did Matt turn her in? Is that how that happened? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would believe that. Um, I'm trying to remember cause like the owner didn't, the owner clearly didn't want to get rid of her because like they were making so much money off of yeah. the Matt brings it up at one point though, like shame what happened to Bella. And I, I didn't read it necessarily as like facetious. I didn't either. So I don't like, and, and he doesn't really gain anything from that. No, except maybe just like shit stirring. It could just be a thing where like they randomly drug tested. Yeah. And, and you know, like you get the idea that this place is strict yeah. Um, so, you know, like they're losing, they're going through people. <laughs> I did like that. They called it dope. And I'm assuming it was 
weed, which yeah, yeah, to yeah, my knowledge, yeah. like dope is a different yeah, yeah. drug, but uh, whatever it was. Um, that dealer's doping. Doping. Uh, but yeah, it was. Spinning those cards out so fucking fast. <laughs> it's not natural. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then like, but that was a great, like, I loved the interaction where she's like accosting him mm-hmm. and then like trying to blow up his not world. aggressively like just hanging out on his step right knowing that it's just like a dagger that she's letting sit yeah just like <laughs> and then and then just like once it's slightly in they're just like slowly pushing it in because like very clearly they can't have this interaction unless they've been intimate yes. and so the girlfriend is is marion's getting like she's not slow on the pickup and right. then like the fine, like where she just like kisses him and like everything, every single thing on this, like depending on your perspective yeah. looks a certain way. Yeah. 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 And like, he looks guilty as hell. If you know what's go- like, it was great. And to even have the like two women on either side of him going like men, right? Pieces yes. of shit. And then, and Marion's <laughs> like, yeah, just like, <laughs> like, yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Um, which that was a weird thing when they got like, they boosted bell, like booted Bella out of the story. It's like, oh wow we're just like completely yeah she's yeah. gone yeah um there's also something that is uh of all of the characters um bella was one that like i zeroed in on as like uh there's something interesting happening here yes. so when they booted her it was like oh that was for sure a thing i was like they she's coming back at some point yeah um, and i i will say the way that she they bring her back though is like really reserved like, oh super. i would say that like other movies wouldn't handle that as well. No, 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 no. She would have made an entrance uh-huh. in another movie. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that she didn't was, I think, commendable. Yeah. Um, we have to talk about Yanni. Yeah. I mean, she nailed her South African accent, which was was nice to see that like. Yeah. Anyway, this is a character that has been like one of those people always at the table mentioned in the like inner dialogue that Jack has. Yeah. Um, and but, he's, he's trying to figure out what her story is as he's trying to figure out the story of a few of the different yeah. regulars. And as I say, but no different, like it's not necessarily aside from the fact that she's a recognizable actress. Yes. There's really nothing that tips you off that like this, you know, like it could even be that her whole storyline ends up resolving at the table. One, one absolutely game or something, you know? And the thing is, is I'm not sure that she was recognizable at this point. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm sure you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like you could not necessarily pin that the, the, the story was going to, you know, kind of focus on her. Right. Uh, um, so she keeps coming to his table and he correctly identifies ish. Yeah. Yeah. Why she's well, there. And he like, he, he notes that she has like a peculiar play style. Like she puts down some money, basically like a, not a huge amount of money. Yeah. Doubles it and then pieces out. Yep like you know one game yep. essentially and it's like this is not somebody who has a gambling problem this is somebody who's laundering money yes <laughs> and i was like that's and you know that turns out it's probably fairly accurate <laughs> yeah um and uh then like it starts getting complicated because like he he sees her after hours this is like one of the only times that like he really right. flagrantly breaks the rule like the first time that he yep. flagrantly breaks the, a rule where he's fraternizing with a patron right um and uh then sh- but she keeps like coming to the table and like the system is not the same he's wondering if he should help her out right like should i start cheating or and he starts like like heavy handed, you know, like he's very, um, I would say straightforward, like delivery at every single as a dealer yes. would, you know, but he's like for the first time kind of like, should I? Mm-hmm. And the, but I love the inner, the inner like conflict of going like, no, no, this person's counting. This person's like, they will notice. Yeah. You have the pro at the table. Who's like gonna pick up on that immediately. Yeah. So I can't even help her out, which was 
I great because like you're seeing him like things crumble, but also him like hold right it together. Um, on, and then eventually she comes to him. Um, and she well. I guess she doesn't come to him. So, uh, he, they, he, they he develop a into, friendship. Yeah. He has run into an old publishing friend or whatever, yeah. gets invited to a holiday, uh, weekend and, at a, at a nice house. Yeah. So he's taking her as his guest and they're <laughs> driving very late and she has sunglasses on and he's like, Oh, what the fuck's the deal with your sunglasses? <laughs> right. And then she's got also got a, like an arm brace, like or, or, not an yeah, arm yeah. brace, but like a wrapped wrist. And he's like, what's going on in the wrist? And she's like, I, I, I just like whatever. Which is also funny because this was one of those things that's so clearly telegraphed to the audience. Yes. And this is such an observant protagonist that yes. his inner monologue should have just been like, she's trying to hide right. bruises. But it was like also like I, I kind of felt like he just left it. He like didn't inner monologue. He has exterior monologue. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like very clearly like sarcasm. And then, but the, what's also great about it is they didn't, they weren't done with the audience. Cause like they get to the, the house and she basically takes off her glass. Like, okay, clearly I, right. I like, I got in trouble. I got, yeah, yeah. got into a fight with somebody. Which was, I, I, I didn't see them like, just like turning to the camera and explaining, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I thought we were like, oh, we're just going to go along with this right, really right. poorly covered up ruse. Yeah. Um, I love the idea that you are invited to a house party and automatically bring your tennis duds. Hell yeah. You know, <laughs> like England. <laughs> right. Well, and I was thinking like, oh, right. She's from South Africa. This is what white folks in South Africa do. They play yeah, tennis. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, she uh, clearly does. Y- yes. <laughs> I also love that. Like, cause it's during when they're playing tennis. Doesn't he's like, I wonder how she got like the friends, like how she get that shiner. And he just basically is like, she stepped out. Like he, he basically like, yeah, does the thing where, like he did with the, uh, the hair, like the hair salon, right. like, and just lies in a way that doesn't make him look good but like sets up so many questions for whomever asked the initial thing. Well, it doesn't make him look good. He tries to make himself look good because then he like does the like dot, dot, dot with a woman mm-hmm. <laughs> to like raise the extra eyebrow of, for the, sure, you know, but then but I, yeah, no, it, it, I fucking loved, <laughs> I loved just the idea of like, you know, like taking an earnest question and like fucking with them on a level that it was so, so far beyond what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like he's waded into territory now that if they ask follow up questions, <laughs> he has to create an entirely massive, like right universe around this. Right. Also had they not come to this house party. Yeah. This house party would have been like two guests, right? Like when, two women when they were asked, guy. when they were invited yeah. <laughs> to this, you know, it seemed like because it was an off the cuff invitation. I, I guess it was two couples because there's the two guys and the two girls is already. That, and is then that a house party? So I, well, the way that it was presented yeah. was this publisher friend was like, Hey, I'm having this house party. You should come. It'd be right. really nice to see you. Not like I'm having an intimate two like, other friends yeah, yeah, yeah. over. It would, if you wanted to drop in, that would be fine. I do think that this is one of those things where it's a, uh, I think this exists just not with like people who make as much money as we do <laughs> or maybe I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think this is a thing. Also the way that you said that made it sound like we were richer. Oh, than, like, I was going the other direction. I know. I know where you were going <laughs> and it's true, but not as much money as we like, right? No, no, we, you know, like, what the fucking poor people yeah these proletariats and their tennis parties into <laughs> intimate couples the giant days. houses in the country <laughs> it's like don't even if you don't have a manner you don't have anything yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but i i don't know like it, this feels like very rich people bullshit oh absolutely no it's not like a giant yard barbecue bring potato salad no uh 
we then get uh, after the the tennis, we get basically they're going to play. It sounds like the uh, owner of the house wanted to play strip poker. Yes. And nobody else wanted to because reasons. Although Obvious. there's also that like grump guy. Fuck that grump guy. <laughs> like again, I mean, he gets he gets like like dunked on so hard. So well. yes, yes. Um, total pain in the ass guy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. What was it? What was it? He wanted to, he made a sex joke about her and I don't remember exactly what the reference is, but she basically like says, I'll break your balls. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't remember what his, his thing is, but yeah, he's like, he doesn't want to do anything, you know, whatever, but he's also kind of acting tough and hot shit. He might be drunk. Maybe. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, they, they want to gamble and, and Jack as usual goes, I don't gamble. And but like, he'll deal. Yeah. He finally like, like oh, oh that's right the watching it was the watch thing it's like because a watch and it's like oh do you like to watch and that's what uh, oh, it was right right, right. anyway <laughs> um and then he like you know obviously proves that he knows how to deal yes very well mm-hmm. um and ending with you have did not see what this was until until he <laughs> the guy like put down his cards it was like oh like when the first like douchebag put down yeah, his yeah. cards it was like no fucking way right this is what he did yeah yeah and then he proceeds to basically like set up the best set of cards that you can get in the game starting. And that's why everybody, everybody is like, uh, is like, you know, calling and seeing and raising like, well, just to start like, and again, this was something that even blindsided me because yeah. we're so used to seeing him dealing at this point and yes. doing his job in the casino. Yes. And we're not used to seeing poker. Nope. Um, that, as this game is going around, I was like, this is the weirdest hand of poker I've ever seen where everybody is just raising 20 bucks, 20 yeah. bucks, 20 and bucks. It makes, <laughs> and, that, that's like, and it makes, it ends up making sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I love the inner dialogue where he's like three cards, uh-huh. two cards, <laughs> one card, you know, like, and just like, you know, as he's like, yes. and then, and, the, and then they go, you know, yep. request it. And then it's, it's such a good, and then cause it, yeah, basically ends with like, she gets her straight flush. Right. And it's revealed is, in order. Like everybody has like the thing that trumps <laughs> yeah, the like, next thing. It was like thing. a straight, then a yeah, flush, yeah. then like four, uh, uh, two, uh, uh, a full house, then yeah. four of a kind. And then she ends up with a straight flush and like, and I, I love it cause everybody at the same time goes like, I, I mean, I love that. Like somebody's like, what are the odds? Yes. You know, and then he like literally gives like, no, the odds are the one million. in four yeah. million. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, fucking hell. This is yeah. such a good dunk on everybody in the room. For sure. Um, they have to spend the night together in the same bed. Well, I did. And that was fun. Like him going, I, there was a, like, you know, I'm, you know, I, I, he's going to assume that we're going to stay in the same room together. And she's like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then we get a full fucking frontal. <laughs> it was not, I did not see that coming. Yeah. Casual, your, uh, wealthy British nudity. Yeah. Just like Alex Kingston. If you're looking for Alex Kingston nudity, the croupier or just croupier, not the, um, and, but also like a thing that I appreciated about this, like no funny business. No, um, no, it was, and like, platonic even, bedmates even though like obviously she was angling if that needed to sure. be a, a way of convincing him yeah i wasn't crazy about the transition tonally from their like semi-flirty pillow talk to like middle of the night wake him up yeah it that, was a weird I like we missed something in between they need her to reveal that she's having trouble quote yeah. unquote with you know her creditors or whatever um and yeah it's a weird like fade to black and then fade up and she's like sitting up in bed this is this felt like commercial break yeah but i wonder if there's a sex scene in them in between there because that might actually make that would might actually make the vulnerability make more sense yeah that that we got pulled sure 
Cause you know Maybe. what I mean? Yeah. Cause it feels like that. it felt like I, it felt tonally like we we're, this is the first time there was a stumble in the storytelling. It's like, yeah, yeah. how did she emotionally go from that state to that state? Yeah. 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 It was like a good night, you know, like then, reach over and then like sitting up or like rocking in bed to like, I need help. Right. <laughs> um, but we also know that it's an act. So yes. like, you know, there's, um, well, I, mean, we d- I didn't write. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. We, we now know. Yes. <laughs> it's an act. Um, uh, yeah. So she like, she basically uses this opportunity to like, give him the pitch of what the fuck's going down with her. Yeah. Like they, she owes a lot of money. She's been, uh, you know, gotten in trouble. She needs people to, or she, the, her, the people that she works with though, are basically giving her a chance to get out of it. If she can find somebody to, uh, be the guy on the inside. She needs to a reliable a person in the casino. He doesn't have to do anything. Nope. He just has to call out a cheat who is actually cheating. Yep. Like he's just doing his job as a distraction. Yeah. They're going to hit the casino uh, and he's going to get cut in. It's like 10,000 now, yeah. 10,000 after. Yes. Um, and he's resistant to the idea. Yeah. <laughs> as one might be. Right. I, I, <laughs> which was surprising to me actually, because like from a story perspective, it, I didn't think it was like, you need to advance the story. Yeah. And yet, Right. They don't because right. it actually actually makes the story much more interesting right. by like adding more levels with Marion and like um, I'm trying to think of what something there's an, there's something in between there. There's a scene in between that I'm not remembering what happens before she calls. Yeah, I don't remember either. But yeah, she she calls and he eventually like he accepts oh. this this proposition. He shows up at her. That's right. He goes to her new she calls and says, I'm at a different address. Yeah. And at the journeys end hotel rough, oof. rough. I didn't, I did not catch Dude, that. <laughs> like for a name for uh, your really shitty hotel. Yeah. Dang. That's a, that's a little on the nose. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And obviously much, much, much poorer accommodations than she's had right. before. And she shows up like basically in like, a t- like t-shirt and, and like pajama pants. Right. Um, black eyes gone. Yeah. He does the thing where he points out like, Oh, your black eye healed really fast. Uh, and I, your wrist. And I still have my bruises. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, he's, which is great. Like all that, you know, he's picked up that clearly she, he got played by her, but he's seen an opportunity, takes the 10 K. Yep. Um, and then puts it in some foil. Which was an interesting choice. Um, and then, yeah, uh, eventually um, Marion accidentally finds the money. Right. And then, but doesn't say anything. Right. And then she's home when, and I will say like, this is some clumsy, like uh, robbing shit. Like don't leave on a voice. On, no, so you do not leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she basically says it's on for this on the, which I also said, like, it was funny because they said on the 24th, which I didn't know what month it was. And so then like when you, they're getting ready for Christmas, I was like, why didn't you just say on Christmas? <laughs> or I guess 20, like Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, right. that like, cause everything is like decorated for Christmas. Also keeping ter- it secular, baby. Terrible time to rob a bank. Like uh, whatever. Casino. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Totally. I mean, also weird vibes at the casino for Christmas. Yes. Like, Whew. yeah and, and weirdly the he, she then erases the, the message right and this was this started to get me thinking about bob the gambler all over again mm-hmm. where i was like oh we have weird like unintentional double crossing yes. and like decisions of like well i'm taking this information and using it right um, right <clears throat> and so he's not expecting except he picks up on it so it turns to be a bit of a like right. a snowmer yeah but cl- the, what i love too is like i was expecting it to like kind of go off without a hitch or something and it does not go well because 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, at this point, Marion has tipped off the cops essentially. Right. Um, and things, you know, it's Christmas in the casino. Yep. It's British. So they're wearing those paper crowns. <laughs> fucking love it <laughs> um the boss is like dressed in like uh, a santa weird outfit, right? santa stuff it's just such a strange like to try and make this room appealing in any way or festive but it also felt very realistic to totally. what this christina would do yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah. we're gonna put everybody in costumes <laughs> and we'll put up a christmas it will be like a little like we'll put up a couple like yes yeah, garland will be here whatever <laughs> uh we also know that it's like 3 a.m or something right like they, yes they talk about it happening so late yeah and i don't remember why but yeah um and so we know it's the 24th uh we're looking for the cheat and we've got that kind of sweaty guy who's been like right we've that, seen that's him what I thought was we've gonna... seen him around before right uh and finally this guy comes and like almost gives him a nod without giving him a nod yeah and he immediately recognizes like okay this is going to be the guy right and uh he does what like one of the first guys at his table does in the movie yeah uh which is like right before he calls the number slides his chips on yeah he says you know he starts doing his thing no sir that's cheating and the guy just (laughs) like goes ape shit (laughs) yeah this guy does not have the same reaction like i mean you know the other guy that he calls out for cheating eventually beats the shit out of him right but like has the reaction that you might expect somebody like who's like being defensive denying, or yeah. whatever <laughs> no this guy's straight you up call me cheer. like basically Fuck goes it. from a full sit to standing yes. on the table yes <laughs> launches and uh, does he kick him in the face oh yeah okay there's and some then, kicking and then just like jumps out proceeds to like, kick the shit out of him <laughs> yeah. and then run away and get arrested the kick also is like a full like the kick is really admirable like yes f- complete follow-through oh yeah like, like he's doing a dance move yes. on the t- he like 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 uh field goal like <laughs> punted his face yeah um <laughs> but and then jack I, also, I believe does not know that this is going to be part of the heist i think at some point she does say like he might get a little physical i think there it was but that's describing like, that as a, a little, little physical, physical. <laughs> um i mean it does help with like him you know not being a suspect <laughs> um, yes but then i also thought it was interesting because the the uh by the original meaning croupier for the uh the chinese gentleman yes like is the one who catches him yeah and basically like lock like citizen arrests him. well and him. that's part of the breadcrumb is that like when he thinks that he can start you know he can help out yanni that's the guy yeah. at the table that he knows he can't pull anything right. with and so this is the guy who is also finding you know he's he's already pointed out this guy at the table yep. um i think that he's even like called somebody yes. over or something yes. um so he knows that something's up and effectively yeah that guy like stops the heist like even before the right. co- like this this is already not going to work had no. the cops not been well notified. i was gonna say i think the security their security stops like everybody like all the yeah, people yeah. in the, the money room but like right it was it, it, like locked down fast yes totally um, and it's chaos but then there's also that announcement <laughs> i really love the feedback announcement again in this chris this I know. bleak christmas I know. casino the feedback don't worry ladies and gentlemen it's, it's fine. fine it's christmas have a good time Which is, like i also love it because it wasn't even like they didn't even like you know, like we apologize for the inconvenience <laughs> Enjoy the rest of the night. There will be no inter- more interruptions. It was just like yeah, yeah. nothing happened. We'll be bringing around complimentary drinks, right? To, you know. And it's like they're just like we're going back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> and like Jackson's on the ground, is like pouring blood out of his yes. mouth. Yeah, he then <clears throat> ends up in the hospital for yes. his you know wounds, mm-hmm. and that's when Marion shows up with wine. 
which I was like, I'm not sure you could just bring a bottle of wine and to go food into a, a, a hospital, but you know, whatever it works for the story. Yeah. Felt weird. It did. I and, that out but also sure. she had like that weird energy, which kudos to the actor. Cause she had that weird energy of where like, where they're like super superficially calm. And like, yes. you can tell underneath, like there is like insane rage. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like they are not hold, like, they're not holding their shit together underneath the surface. Would you like the noodles or the right. rice? Right. Yeah. And then try the wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I will say like, I think Clive Owen's reaction here was unfortunately more intense. Like his, like we just leave me alone. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know. It was a weird choice. It's out of character. Yes. And then him like trying to get her back. Um, and this is the point where he finds out that she figured it out. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because she's like, she, she's pretty explicit about like that. She has this over him or like, you know, and can is like, am am I going to use this to blackmail you sort of thing? Like you don't really even know, like now she has this over him. Yeah. What is she going to do with that information? Right. And then she, uh, that's right. Cause she basically explicitly says like, your name's been kept out of it. Yeah. I protected your ass. Get the fuck out of the the business. Yep. Which is like, okay, she's ride or died. And like. (laughs) But uh-huh. she like it also like you start to get like all these things like she wanted to be a cop. She failed at being a cop. This is a chance for her to like kind of, you know, at least for herself, re uh, redeem herself. Right. And she did it. But she also protected her. The you know, the man she loved. And then like the craziest turn, because he's basically like like has a second of going like they're going to come and get me at some point. Yep. I don't really trust that this is not going to hold together. And, you know, doorbell rings. He goes to the doors. The cops is like, this is it. Yeah. And then cut to. And I like, it was great because I knew exactly as soon as they ch- ch- changed shots, even yes. though you couldn't see, you couldn't right. see the body, you couldn't see anything. It's like, oh, fuck. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> also, this, the, re- I giggled at the reveal of the cop. Like it was almost yes. too dramatic. He's yes. standing his back to the door and the turn that he does is almost more than a 180. Yes. Like <laughs> he's just like a 540 into right. the door. He was like looking at the sidewall and like completely like, <laughs> um, and yeah, Marion has been killed in a hit and run. Right. And he's like, this wasn't an accident. Totally shocking to yeah. me. I, I did not see it coming. It didn't feel out of character though. Nope. Like once it was like, it was a, it was a big, just fuck. Yep. And I loved the fucking interaction with the detective. Oh yeah. Like that was like, you could like, I was certain that they were going to maybe kill each other. Totally. And never did. And then well, him, this is an example too, of like this, like new minor character very late right. in the film. But I mean, know, he like, was, we saw him earlier. Yeah. 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 Ish. Right. But it took me a second to figure out that's who it was like. Cause I, my brother was like, is that the guy? Yes. I think that's the guy. Yeah. Is yeah. That the yeah. guy. And then like, as he's leaving and she goes, I loved her, you know, I was like, fuck me. Like, yeah. this is like not pulling punches. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and then like this weird things kind of like settle really quickly. Yeah. You know, like then it's like, ah, oh, Jack's book is a success. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like he, what? He finished his book <laughs> and he doesn't go to the, the publisher that he'd been talking to this whole time that you met. Right. And he, uh, I, I mean, I, the by anonymous was kind of dumb. Like just choose a different pen name, you sure. know? Yeah. 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 And, and, but uh, you know, his book is a success, but nothing changes for him, which he like points out, like I'm rich now. Yep. All it is took the bars off the window, which is, seems like, <laughs> the inverse of what you would do if you now had like okay. money, but yeah, yeah, I've taken the locks off of the doors yep. because things are a okay. Pretty good. <laughs> and then he gets a phone call. Yeah. Uh, and 
and I, I, I can't say I was, I was not surprised of who it was. I was not surprised of who it was. No. And it's like, okay, she got back to South Africa. Yeah, it's Yanni. She's back in South Africa. She's happy that she got out. Yeah. And she's like, look, thanks so much. Uh, you know, sorry, went down the way it did yeah, since I last saw you. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I mean to call you. Yeah. And Oh, by the way, there's somebody here and, my brain is immediately like, who? Wait, is Marion actually alive? Like, wait, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is? Are they like? I don't know, like going through is like, is it Matt? Like, I could not figure out. And then like, they give it to it is dad, Hi, dad. And I was like, oh my god, this whole time, yeah. And the, the really was a like, fucking play the really short snide like, yeah. Thanks for uh, taking that job. Glad it worked out for you. And it was like. It, t- it colored everything that you'd seen yep. and it was suddenly like, oh, dad is like not only like a fucking loser. Yeah. He's no longer a loser, but he's also just an asshole. Yeah. Uh, to like use his own son. And I mean, I, g- I guess he did get 10 K out of it. Sure. But I got this fi- his teeth kicked in. Absolutely. Um, and then you see him like basically like hang up on his father. Essentially. Yeah. Like it's a really reserved reaction. You know, it's like a oh, dad, but it also it was like, <clears throat> I think it was like a, a just a, like and you know, I didn't, I, you know, have a relatively good relationship with my dad, but I felt like this was a very realistic of like, I've grown to expect this <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, from yeah. like a, a shitty father. Yep. Um, cause yeah, it hangs up and like, he's just fine. And then you see legs walking and what did you think when you saw the legs walking toward you? Cause I, 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 I didn't, the ending that I thought had happened, uh-huh. I want to know what you thought. Um, I actually don't, I, I, I was still like, shook by the dad thing okay got it um so like i wasn't even puzzle piecing who he was with so what happened to me is that happened i was like holy fuck this is a turn and then i saw the legs and i was like oh my god the murder was in the book that what we saw was shit that like that what we just saw is because at some point he basically like went basically from the point where he goes matt is the main character of my book and he and jake starts to basically become yeah yeah matt yeah. yeah it's like Oh, he just like has been what we've been so watching. This is when you had that, like, wait, is this a two person? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my God, uh, this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like the, nothing of this really happened. Right. It just was like unreliable narrator bullshit. I definitely did not have in my brain anymore that it would be Bella. Yeah. And then she leans down and was like, oh, I'm fine with this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally. Bella's back, baby. Yeah. Which I mean, and there's your movie, basically. Yes, yes. <clears throat> um, Great. I, I I enjoyed this. I did too. I really like the um, the like self narrated thing. Um, can uh, get old really fast. I was worried. In fact, I think it was was it Pain and Gain that I was just oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is not working. This does not work because you have it's not consistent enough it would just like interject suddenly like now i'm suddenly narrating right but like you know because you've got the writer thing and you have the like clive owen like i'm so cool i don't give a fuck thing it works for him (laughs) that yeah like you can have that self-narration thing because you're like i want to hear how this guy thinks (laughs) you know like like how how do you maintain being so cool while wearing that dumb fucking hat yes (laughs) yes i was yes um, yeah, I, I would say that again, like my one complaint is that like visual aesthetic that, um, I just would have preferred something yeah. different to like make it visually cooler. I, and I think that, yeah, that was the, and this also felt a little bit like budget constraints, which I think also translate to potentially like 
crew constraints where you necessarily yeah. don't have a cinematographer. Like it, it felt very much like I worked on a couple movies where the cinematographer was very clearly like they see cinematography as a job uh-huh. and they, everything will be lit correctly. All the, you will get coverage, everything, all the boxes are checked, yeah. but it's fucking lifeless yeah. and there's nothing to it. Sure. And there are certain things where it doesn't matter. Like you're shooting, say like an HGTV show, as right. long as it's lit correctly, exactly. that's really all that matters. Yeah. And, but like, if you're doing anything narrative, like I, I actually feel like it's a, it's a, like it's offensive <laughs> to have people who yeah. don't take pride in the aesthetic of their work, let alone like, it, it's like, it's such a lifeless dead and it, why you, make a movie? Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it really feels rude to all the people who worked incredibly hard to make because sure. clearly clearly there was an incredible amount of quality work that happened in this movie yeah and it just like the camera department shit the bed totally because yeah like god can you imagine if this was hell if this looked like bob the gambler yeah oh so good um yeah it was a successful film in part because it was so cheap it made a bunch of money good um and yeah uh launched clive oven i have i have not seen enough uh clive owen i children of men constantly gets recommended to me have you not seen it i've not seen it wow that actually surprises me because it was right in the pocket of time when you would have seen it yeah yeah and like i i would have thought that you like you would like alfonso Cuaron, like i i uh Curion. I, I like that he i i am actually relatively surprised that it just it does feel like a weird it's yeah one like, of those that like somehow i missed in that pocket of time that i absolutely should have seen it and, and now it's at the point where i'm like eh, it is I? yeah i think you would like it especially yeah um because it's not clean yeah it's really and to make you know everybody makes a big deal about the single camera shot and it's a great one single take piece yeah. but it's like that's not the point of them like the movie right. is much more than that yeah uh, um well i i'm not angry about uh croupier no i'm glad we saw it no i wonder though if we're gonna get punished for enjoying the movie oh why would you even say that but doesn't that feel like what like something that the <sighs> bay and fen- friends will do you like, think that we would have uh gotten further if we had chosen uh american history x no okay well, I don't Subtlety want to get punished, but I, <laughs> I think that we should try and leave 1998. I agree. Let's All do right. this. Let's try it. One moment. Processing. Memory quality within acceptable guidelines. Please stand by as temporal transport is initiated in three, two, one. Adam, I think we were punished. Fuck. It's December 3rd, 1963. Uh, that doesn't bode well. That's a good reaction. Okay. This concludes today's adventure. None of This Is Real is brought to you by Adam Farnsworth, Nick Rennes, and a sentient time machine. Our theme song, 21st Century Coyote, and our outro music, Pirates of the Known Dinghy, were written and performed by John Van Dusen. Visit noneofthisisreal.com for more information on the podcast. Also, follow at N-O-T-I-R pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's N-O-T-I-R-P-O-D. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and anywhere fine podcasts are sold. Podcasts, it's radio for millennials. Our behind-the-scenes podcast, Some of This is Real, is available exclusively by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash N-O-T-I-R pod. Thank you for listening, and remember, none of this is real.
Produced by Sonic Bazaar.